Good morning, all, and welcome to this morning's encounter with the Lord. This is Russell Ahos. How are we all this morning? Good morning, good morning. Russell. Good morning, good morning, everyone. Let me say good morning, Father. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. We thank you, Lord, for today. We thank you for this new day. Because a new day means this is the day that you have made and you have blessed us in it. You have given us life. You have given us a fresh lease of time. And your word says that you daily load us with benefits. Because we have woken up this morning, Lord. We thank you that we are part of that plan that you have for us. Plans to prosper us, to give us an expected end and not put us in harm's way. You are doing a new thing in there as well. You are filling us with your wisdom. You are showing us the way. You are lighting up the path. You are enlightening us through your wisdom. And you give us an opportunity to come and commune with you. To get to know you more. To have that intimacy, that relationship with you. So that out of that relationship that we have with you. We stand under the protective umbrella of your covering. We stand under the covenants that you have made with us. And with our fathers in faith. We stand under all the principles that your word contains for us, for our life. Knowing that we can apply every single one of those that have been revealed to us. And we stand under the love of a, the jealous love of a father or the jealous love of the bridegroom. Of whom we are, his bride, the church. That we are the apple of your eye, Lord, just as your word in Zechariah 2.8 says. So that anyone that touches us, touches the apple of your eye, must incur the wrath of your jealousy. We stand as your holy city. Where you have said you shall be as a wall of fire around, protecting us and as the glory within. We thank you, Lord. That we enter this day with that belief, with that faith. Knowing that you are with us and you will always be with us. All through this day and even unto the end of time. We thank you, Lord. And we thank you for the peace and joy that you pour into our hearts every time we commune with you. And we share the same with all those that are part of this prayer meeting and praying family. We share it with Christians everywhere that do not yet know you. With all those that do not want to know you. We share it with all those that we are lifting up at our altar of prayer and those that have no one to pray for them. As we offer our faith to stand in that gap. Remembering all of these, Lord, we call on your name. The name of our maker, the name of our creator, the name of our deliverer, our shield, our strength, the ancient of days, the God of peace who shall bruise Satan under our feet. You are the God of hope, the God of peace, the God of patience. You are the God who is a consuming fire. You are the Father of lights. And we pray in the name of your Son, Jesus. The Word that became flesh and dwelt amongst us. The Word that is given to us so that when we speak and your Spirit moves, it is by your Word and your Spirit that any situation can be transformed. And when your spirit moves, there is life, there is creation brought into existence. 
things are brought from the unseen into the seen. And it is you who provide an answer. It is you who provide solutions. It is you who provide direction. We pray in the name of Jesus. Our rock, our refuge, the God of our salvation, the author and the finisher of our destiny and our faith. Our wonderful counselor, our prince of peace, the everlasting father, the door to the father. And we pray in the name of his spirit, the spirit of the living God, the spirit of truth, the spirit of victory, the spirit of freedom. The one who reveals the deep and secret things of the Father from the archives of the mind of the Father straight to us. The one who brings revelation from your word that our eyes are opened unto those higher realms and dimensions that you make available to us. It is through him that we receive the anointings to step into those realms. And it is he who has made his tabernacle with us in our body. So that when Jesus came knocking on our door, he left us with his spirit. The one who raised him from the dead and he now brings life to our mortal body as well. Who heals our backsliding, who quickens us, who lifts us up. Never willing to condemn, but always willing to convict. We thank you, Lord, that you have blessed us with the gift of your word and your spirit and with the gift of prayer where we can combine these to speak creation, to speak life because your word is spirit and is life and it is your spirit who hovers over every such void situation that we speak over including as we are praying for healing of the requests that have been mentioned on the prayer group this day. We thank you Lord that we are able to speak life into all those situations, even dead bones. And we thank you for that gift of faith to speak, seeing it with our eyes in the spirit and claiming it with our words. We thank you, Lord, that you have blessed us with angels, with destiny help us. You have blessed us with every physical provision and every spiritual gift that we need in order to walk in abundance and stand in dominion in this realm. We thank you, Lord. And as we make our prayer and our reflection this morning, I cover and seal every word we speak, every prayer we make, as well as every person that is part of this prayer meeting and every member of every family that is part of this prayer group by the precious blood of Jesus. We put on our angels and dispatch them on assignments in accordance with your will for each of these lives, Lord. I call the angel of the Lord to encamp about each of us to protect and keep us safe from harm, sin, danger, accident, injury, pilfering, theft, hijacking, terrorism, any kind of natural disasters and spiritual attacks. I command that angelic protection and I declare divine exemption in the mighty and all-powerful name of Jesus. We also herald the power in our spoken word as we proclaim your word, Lord. From Isaiah 55, verse 10 and 11, that says, As the rain and the snow come down from heaven and do not return to it without watering the earth and making it bud and flourish, so that it yields seed for the sower and bread for the eater. So is my word that goes out from my mouth today. It will not return to me empty, but will accomplish what I desire and achieve the purpose for which I sent it. And I send it in faith in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for the power of life on our tongue. 
and the discernment to choose life in every situation we speak. We thank you, Lord. Yesterday we reflected on the cursed man and why are people under a curse from God. Coming out of the curse requires repentance and renouncing the wicked ways to take on God's ways. Now when we take on God's ways, that's when we come under blessings. So today let's reflect on what does it mean to come under those blessings. Why and when? So we read on, going back to Jeremiah chapter 17, we read from verse 7 to 10, where it says, now verse 5 to 7, 5 and 6 spoke of curses, verse 7 to 10 speak of blessings. So it says, blessed is the man that trusts in the Lord and whose hope is the Lord. For he shall be like a tree planted by waters. And that spreads out her roots by the river and shall not see when heat comes, but her leaf shall be green. I shall not be careful in the year of drought, neither shall cease from yielding fruit. Meaning even in drought, it will yield fruit. Where everyone else experiencing famine, this tree will still yield fruit. And then verse 9 says, the heart is deceitful above all things. And desperately wicked. Who can know it? I, the Lord, search the heart. I try the reins even to give every man according to his ways and according to the fruit of his doings. According to what results his actions produce. According to that, he gets the results. One scripture that immediately comes to mind there is he that sows sparingly, reaps sparingly. But he that sows bountifully, reaps bountifully. And here the Lord himself is saying, as part of blessings, but as part of also judging the heart, to give every man according to his ways and according to the fruit of his doings. So one who trusts in the Lord, one who fears and reveres him and depends on him, that one will experience blessings. One who maintains his relationship with God. Psalms 1 verses 1 and 2 tell us how that reverence is reflected in our behavior. What is expected? And it says, Blessed is the man that walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor does he stand in the way of sinners, nor does he sit in the seat of the scornful. So he doesn't adopt their ways. But instead, as verse 2 says, his delight is in the law of the Lord. That is, he delights in the word of God. And in his law does he meditate day and night. Now when you look at this verse 2, it's exactly the same as Joshua 1.8. So one who reveres God will follow his teachings and instructions to and he will not associate with ungodly sinners or follow their ways or give in to their suggestions and temptations. Where if they say, yeah, just have a little one, one glass of the drink, it won't change anything. Or it's okay to go into just stealing just the one time. 
doesn't give in to ways of wickedness but cuts himself off from things that he understands from the word are sinful are of iniquity and of wickedness and turns away no matter how close those friends or persons are he will not associate with ungodly sinners or follow their ways but his focus is on the lord and his teachings and he follows them then psalm 13 says the same thing as jeremiah 17 verse 8 you see how the two verses complement each other and they shed more light on who is a blessed man he shall be like that tree that has a constant source of water as it at its roots so there's no question of drying it will always remain healthy and well fed it doesn't have to wait for the rain in fact it doesn't even care whether it rains or not because it does it, it's inconsequential that is why it says even in drought it will continuously bear fruit where everyone else around is suffering from the famine this one continues to prosper and a good example of that was isaac when you look at genesis chapter 26 it says the land was in famine but when he obeyed god he sowed in the same land and it produced a hundredfold how does the same land which is keeping everyone else in famine produce a hundredfold harvest for someone the same land what is different for this one man as against everyone else he chose to obey and align with god god said do not go down to egypt but stay here for such a plant the source of life that is the water is guaranteed the source of abundance is guaranteed so that is a person who depends on god and is constantly provided for by god their provision comes from him so what is the outcome then for such a person there is no fear of barren seasons or lack of fruitfulness they live above such storms like famine and all of these they live above the storm not in the storm and so they are not affected by them and i have included verse 10 there in in uh, jeremiah chapter 17 because it talks about the lord testing the motives of the heart and then rewarding according to the the fruit that is the outcomes the behaviors the attitude the words and actions that we output because the bible says as a man thinks in his heart so he is and we will be judged by our fruit and this is exactly why david prayed in psalm 139 verse 23 and 24 where he said lord search my heart test my motives to see if there is wickedness in it because you know the god rewards according to the attitudes of the heart and the behavior that it generates he laid his heart in surrender before god and god said here is a man after my own heart 
And so David, though he continued to sin in certain areas, he still found great favor with God because of that alignment in his heart with God. He could still make mistakes and yet come back to God, repent for it and be close to God in alignment with him once again. That's a big lesson for us to learn when we're looking to live a life of blessings. It is not about the perfection in you, but it is about coming back in alignment and then turning away from that wickedness, not to go back to it anymore. Now let's look at Deuteronomy 28 verse 1. If you diligently listen to God's voice and observe his commands, that's what it starts with. Are you seeing how it is connected to Joshua 1 verse 8 and then Psalm 1 verse 1 and 2? They are reflected in this verse. If you diligently listen to God's voice and observe his commands. So God is reiterating the same thing in multiple places in the same way. And he says the same outcomes will, will overtake you, will chase you and overtake you in the form of blessings. And in different areas, he elaborates more on what those blessings will look like. So Deuteronomy 28 verse 1 to 14 gives a whole list of those kind of blessings. We saw... Jeremiah 17 verses 7 to 10, 7 and 8 talking about blessings in some extent. Joshua 1 verse 8 gives another expression of it where it says, In all your ways you shall then make your way prosperous and have good success. Deuteronomy 28 1 to 14 elaborates more of what that prosperous and success means. We need to join those dots and then paint a complete picture of what is God really talking about when he says you should live a life of being blessed, a life of blessings? So if you obey his instructions, then blessings shall chase and overtake you. So blessings come from honoring God, trusting him and obeying his instructions out of love, not out of fear. He wants us to obey his instructions out of love, out of reverence. Knowing that we are listening to and following the instruction of our father, we do that to our earthly father. When our earthly fathers tell us do something, because we respect them, we do it. Half the time as children, we didn't exactly understand what they said, but we knew that what my father says, that's what I should be doing. And God expects the same. And we ought to do it out of love for that father and out of reverence, knowing that he has our best interests at his heart. Many times because his ways are much higher than our ways and our limited understanding, we don't see the way he sees them. But yet he says, just do it. And then eventually when the outcome comes, then we know what he really meant then, even though we didn't understand what our alignment with him brought us. By way of positive outcomes, by way of blessings, by way of safety, from all kinds of wickedness. So going back to our question then, are you living a, li a cursed life or a blessed life? What is the health of your relationship with God, your secret place? 
beware of who you depend on we started with that yesterday they that depend on men and they that make the flesh their arm they are under a curse who are you looking to when your boat is in the middle of a storm if it is jonah in your boat that is if you're depending on men or the fleshly ways and you turn to him then you're already in trouble but if it is jesus in your boat then it is time to revisit that relationship and assess it before the storm water gets into your boat father in the name of jesus i pray for that discernment that as we reflect on our own life and as we reflect on the situations that we see around us help us understand the difference to know whether we are living a cursed life or whether we are living a blessed life and if we are living a life that looks like there is curses around and help us come back lord and as we come back and press into that relationship with you reveal to us the truth lord reveal to us the areas of our shortcomings of our failures of our vulnerabilities and reveal to us all the crowns that we have worn on our heads that have kept us away from you so that when we get rid of all of that when we repent and surrender our limitations our failures and all our challenges to you then out of the mercy and the grace that you provide we know that we are able to rise up once again and make a fresh start this time not living under a curse but living under a blessing by staying in alignment by staying away from certain people certain kinds of behaviors are refusing to do evil and staying constantly in obedience of what your word says i ask for that edification in our spirit this day lord as we pray for spiritual edification we also pray for our physical and our temporal needs those of our families and our friends we pray for all those that are battling all kinds of sickness and disease all families that are facing division and separation we pray for all those that are battling all kinds of strongholds in their lives and we pray lord for our own personal needs those of our families and our friends especially those that are not yet saved father we thank you that you have heard us that you always hear us and as we release our faith and our prayer making this a prayer of agreement with each other in the spirit we believe that we have received lord we believe that this prayer is an answered prayer in the name of jesus i encourage all those that can pray in the spirit using the gift of tongues to unmute and join in those that are praying for that gift release your tongue and your faith and ask the holy spirit to take over let us make our prayer now thank you jesus thank you thank jesus you. thank you father thank you father thank you holy spirit thank you holy spirit
This morning as we were playing, the vision that the Lord gave me was this person fishing and the pond that they were fishing was very still, and the person was looking back at a reflection of themselves. The scripture I've been given is 1 Corinthians 2, 12 and 13. Now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit which is from God, that we might understand the gifts bestowed on us by God. And we impart this in words not taught by human wisdom, but taught by the Spirit, interpreting spiritual truths to those who possess the Spirit. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. We have a couple of scriptures that have been shared in the chat. The first one is from Psalm 63, verses 1 to 3, quoted from the NIV, where it is written, You, God, are my God. Earnestly I seek you. I thirst for you. My whole being longs for you in a dry and parched land where there is no water. This reminds me of the heat that we touched on in scripture from Jeremiah 17 yesterday. Verse 2 says, I have seen you in the sanctuary and beheld your power and your glory because your love is better than life. My lips will glorify you. And the second scripture is from 1 Kings chapter 2, verses 2 and 3, quoted from the NIV, where it says, 
I am about to go the way of all the earth, he said. So be strong, act like a man and observe what the Lord your God requires. Walk in obedience to him and keep his decrees and commands, his laws and regulations, as written in the law of Moses. Do this so that you may prosper in all you do and wherever you go. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. If you are being blessed by these morning encounters, Brother Savio's reflections, our divine mercy and rosary sessions, as well as the Friday Bible teachings, please share the links to Zoom and YouTube. Invite others to join live or you can point them to the recordings. You can also share the Telegram group link so that they can join our group, share their prayer requests, pray with others and be enriched with the word. Also a reminder about our Bible study session this evening. The topic is the fourth part in our series on the power of your words where we continue to learn on how to use your words and you can change your words and change your life. You can always, based on how we pray, we can speak God's word and also have answered prayer at all occasions. It's a powerful series that's an eye-opener that will help your prayer life. And if you feel it has blessed you in the last three episodes, please share with others, invite others to come, let their prayer life be blessed as well. Praise and worship will start at 5.30 p.m., followed by confession of scriptures, testimony time, and then the teaching of the evening from about 7.30 p.m. onwards. You can find the links to these sessions that you would like to share. You can find the links on our Telegram group, on our YouTube page, as well as Facebook page. And let the mercy and the grace, the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ, and His favor that comes out of His jealous love for us, chases and overtakes us. Let that be multiplied in each of our lives this day so that as we are blessed, let us in turn go out and be a blessing to everyone around us in the name of Jesus and for his glory. Be blessed and have a wonderful day, everyone. We shall see you at Bible study this evening. Thank, Thank you, Russell. God, God, God bless everyone. God bless everyone. God bless everyone.